The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Thanks for tuning in to the panel discussion. You're home of comic book talk over here at the BICPP Network. I am joined alongside my longtime buddy, my chum, my good pal. Not going to say best friend, but you're pretty close up there. You're, you're close, all right? Hey, bud, how's it going? Ahoy, hoy, uh, 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 Matt, you... you. Wait a minute! Ah! Ah! ah you yeah. sly son of a bitch, you! You've all been bamboozled. Matt's not here. It's just me. That's right. Porcupine Jones coming at <laughs> you hard, deep, and just thrusting away at you. How now, por- you doing? Porcupine Jones. Ahoy, hoy. Uh, yes. Will is here. Yeah, Will. With, with, with uh, Micah. Now, por- I'm sorry. Porcupine. Yes. Porcupine's here. Yeah. Are you the porcupine that uh, was... Awful enough to shoot its quills in the face of that beautiful dog voiced by one Michael J. Fox in Homeward Bound, an incredible journey. Are you that porcupine? Because if you're that porcupine, we're going to have trouble. Listen, the, the quills are for justice. This dog came up to me shaking like a leaf. I didn't know what its deal. <laughs> I get it. I, get I didn't it. know what its deal was. Well, who voiced Sassy? Sassy was a sassy. Sassy cat. was just just so so sassy. It's very perfect. <laughs> That's it. Oh, Peter. <laughs> you were like hot. Why do they call them hot dogs? Oh, Peter. Oh, it's weird. They call them hot dogs, but they taste so good. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, I liked it better when they were in San Francisco. That's the sequel, folks. Oh. Go watch it on Disney+. Plus. It's an, a beautiful thing. I'm an Oliver fan myself. Oh, Oliver and Company? Yeah. yeah that, I mean, why should I worry? <laughs> why should I care? I just imagine. Well, let me ask you this. Do you have the beep operation? What? Do you have the beep operation? No. Or do you, oh, so you don't have Sweet Stop Warfare? No. I do. No, do you? It's a beautiful thing. You son of a bitch. Yeah. I imagine that studio just smelled like cigarettes. Oh, oh God, yeah. Just everyone Billy chains, Joel. Billy just Joel just chain smoking. Yeah. I'll tell you what I'm going to yeah. sing. Just plotting out murdering his next wife. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, real quick, I guess got a real hang-up with these celebrities just apparently. The celebrities are terrible people. Beating. Yeah, well. They're th- terrible people. They're not people. They're just uh, no, they're figments they're of our imagination. They're, they're pariahs. They're, they're not even figments of our imagination. Okay, let's they're get just... back on track. Or come book news okay, right okay fine yeah uh, there we I go guess, i guess we should uh inform our listeners matt johnson isn't here this week he's not he's, he's celebrating so uh, get ready for a bumpy ride yeah this is gonna be a mess <laughs> right ah. off the bat i'm telling you what that's where we're gonna leave it at oh yeah yeah, yeah i don't want to uh, know what you'll just tell me no we are not wearing pants right now in the studio I, uh, I knew they were optional. Yeah, we have the door sealed up. We cranked up the heat uh, past to it. it. It's like a it's like a sauna up in here, and we are just basking in our glistening glory right now. <laughs> uh, Will's very hairy. 
The and sweat just, is beating. It's very yeah. fun watching a man of your hairy stature sweat. See me, I'm smooth like a dolphin. I I would compare myself to like uh, the hairiness level, uh, like a George the Animal steel level of hairiness. Yeah, yeah. You can braid that. Yeah, it's not bad. Rip up a turnbuckle and get all that fuzz ripped uh, caught up in your uh, in the your... chest of uh, Austin Powers, but everywhere. Now, how much food do you get like stuck in there? Like well, none, because I'm clothed when I'm eating. You're not clothed right now? I'm not eating. You're eating popcorn. (laughs) Where is this popcorn? There's M&M's in the popcorn. No, there's not. I hate (laughs) M&M's. They're the worst candy ever. They tell you they only melt in your mouth, but that's a goddamn lie is what that is. No, no, no. Tommy Boy told me they only melt in your mouth. And he's a liar is what he is. That's why he's he's dead. Also, yeah. (laughs) That's why he's dead. He also said cocaine won't kill you. Guess what, Chris? You're gone. Cocaine will kill you? I, I I passed a billboard today, and it said, don't trust your cocaine, and I laughed so hard. <laughs> I'm like, when are you supposed to trust your if cocaine? If you can't trust your cocaine, who can <laughs> you trust? It was a billboard. It was a billboard? It's a billboard. It's on Niagara Falls Boulevard in the sweet, sweet town of Niagara Wheatfield. You're driving down, and it's right by Oppenheim Park for all those local listeners. Well, that's where all the fentanyl is right now. Yeah, It's about that, but I think it's hilarious that they have a billboard that says, don't trust your cocaine. The best way to test your cocaine is to sniff it. <laughs> and then <laughs> if you smell fentanyl, uh, chances are you're going to die. I ask you this. Do I look cool when I do it? Does it make me look cool? <laughs> Does it make me look cool? <laughs> King of Dirk. Come on, baby. Be somebody. <laughs> All right. So, uh, did you enjoy WandaVision this I week? very much enjoyed it. I love I, I love everything 70s. Good. Good. I'm glad I I was worried about this episode because the one thing I said to myself watching it is that I think Will and I are going to be at odds with this episode. No, I thought it was great. Okay, cool. I like I like love- uh, how like Wanda Wanda toward the end was very um she seems like she's the antagonist not the protagonist do you think she's the one behind all this like she created this universe and uh just i don't know i don't know i mean there were so many weird things like uh vision going outside and the neighbor cutting the hedges but he's cutting through the brick wall as one would yeah but like there was a weird vibe there like is he is he purposely cutting through the brick wall or is he just in a daze and then like the Later in the episode, when the the same neighbor is conversing yeah. with uh, Agatha, and you, later, that, you can hear that they're talking about, um, I I can't remember the character's name, but she's supposed to be she's she's the same character from Captain Marvel that was the little girl. Wait, what? That's supposed to be the same character. That's Agatha. No, not Agatha. The the neighbor the the neighbor that was helping Wanda deliver the the twins. Oh, okay. That's supposed to be the little girl from Captain Marvel, all grown up, and she's all grown up, and she's all grown up. And then she goes after Uma Thurman because Uma Thurman no, killed her mother. That, that's a different universe. You're you getting sh- in the Tarantino verse. Oh, the foot guy. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody's got their things. Everyone's got their things. Everybody's got their things. You man. know what? Hey, ain't nothing like, wrong with that. You wanna sit on a bunch of balloons and pop them? Go for it. That scares me. The, the balloon porn? I wouldn't say it scares me. It startles me. When you they pop, I, oh, yeah. it startles me. I think that's part of the excitement. Oh, I, I okay. I can see that. You and now. I actually know somebody that did balloon porn. I do? Yeah. Uh, Helena Mayhem that was in <laughs> uh, independent wrestling with us. Yep. She was quite the gal. Quite a woman. Quite a woman. Yeah, she quite did. A woman. Uh, she popped a bunch of balloons with her butt, and she did hiccup porn. 
Hiccups. I Where hate hiccups. Apparently, oh, it's so They're the worst. I guess it starts like slow hiccups and then speeds up and then climaxes. How do you, how do you control your hiccups? I think they're fake. Oh, that's yeah. Well, figures woman faking something in porn. <laughs> okay, so uh, Wandavision. <laughs> Sorry, I got sidetracked by yeah, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll happen. That'll it will. Happen. It will. All right. So how did you? How did you find out? Was it her name? What? What? I just. I mean, just reading the casting call. She's supposed to be Monica Rambeau, who is. Uh, yeah. The the the. Ne- I mean that she Monica Rambeau in the in the comics plays a version of Captain Marvel. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, is, I mean, that's news to me. So, yeah. I mean, um, she's clearly working for Sword because she had the pendant. Yep. She gets blasted out of the the. Um, the town, and you see her going through this weird forest field, tumbling in the field. You yeah. see a helicopter, and you see all these people, uh, agents, I would assume, some kind of weird government cover-up. Um, it seems, uh, I like it because... It's not S.H.I.E.L.D. No, it's definitely not S.H.I.E.L.D. No. Uh, I mean, because S.W.O.R.D. is like the space S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, well, S.W.O.R.D. is more like, hey, I'm going to stab you, where S.H.I.E.L.D. is like, we're defense. Yeah, like S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, Shield is to defend the Earth, S.W.O.R.D. is to... Stab it. Yeah, no, not stab the earth, but go out. Yeah, to, stab outward. Uh, like they, 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 they say the best offense is a, uh, the best defense is a good offense. They're the real Cobra Kai's. Uh, you, these references are just uh, hit and a miss, <laughs> man. How are they the real Cobra Kai's? They're the co- they, they, you know, they're going out swinging that sword. Well, you got Mr. Miyagi with the shield. Well, you could just say they're called swords, so they're clearly swinging the sword. They're swinging a sword. There are too many references. No, they're Cobra Kai. So you're getting into Cobra Kai. How do you like it? I enjoy it. It's so good, isn't it? It's it's better than it has any right to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I want to get back to WandaVision for a second here. Uh, the neighbor, then stop bouncing around. You were the one that switched to Cobra Kai. Okay. Well, because you keep bringing it up. You brought it up first. I didn't bring it up. A lot of argument. I'm, I'm, I'm over here making a strong analogy. All right, all right, all right, all right. Just, just so, so the neighbor. Yeah, is that Agatha's husband? No, that wasn't. No, that wasn't. He's their uh, next. He's their next door neighbor. She's okay. a friend. We, she keeps bringing up her husband, but we haven't seen him yet. If we're gonna see him, do you think uh, it was Matt that actually mentioned that the husband might be the the antagonist? Right, that might be. I, I mean, there's been a lot of hearsay. Uh, I mean, the the main thing, a lot of people are assuming it's Mephisto. Which is cool. Yeah, which yeah. would be great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, whether that happens or not, I don't know. But, it like, Agatha doesn't seem to be in control. No. So, um, but I did see a possible spoiler where I saw uh, some on-set photos of the, the actress playing Agatha, and it looks almost like a Salem witch trial type thing. What? And a lot of people are thinking her Agatha is an acronym for uh, Agatha Hartgraver, I believe, which in the comics she's a witch who works for Mephisto, who in then turn is trying to get Wanda to make a deal with Mephisto to be in a world. That's why she has the kids, and then the kids apparently go to Mephisto um, to do his bidding. So... um, I mean, a lot of speculation, and I mean, the show hasn't really cleared anything up. I don't expect it to until the end or the last few episodes of the of the series. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, so am yeah. I. I. I like the uh, each episode's a different decade of sitcoms. Uh, the house changes. So are we going to uh, Vision's hair? 
Oh, have you seen the? Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah, I can't wait for the '80s episode. I'm I'm expecting a full blown Mel Gibson mullet. I would love that, and so would Paul Bettany. You know he would. Wanda better have that big oh, hair. Oh, yeah, they've already shown some some uh, some clips for the next episode, and like, yeah, yeah. she's like full blown Olivia Newton John. Oh, Let's yes. get physical. Agatha's there. They're like doing jazzercise. Really? If they, if they, I swear to God, if they are exercising to a sweat into the oldies tape, I will mark out huge. Oh yes, I love me some Richard Simmons. Yes, that would be great. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm loving where it's going. The ending was sweet, and definitely, like you said, like the look on Wanda's face. Yeah, like she, she, like she's in control because she's rewound things in the second episode. She rewound things in the third episode when, yep. when. Vision was like, wait a minute, this doesn't seem right. And then she, you know, rewound it. And then he was like on for the ride. Uh, so she's definitely got some kind of control of what is happening. And that weird, like, your brother, he was killed yeah, by Yeah, that Ultron. was so cool. Yeah, that was so cool. That was really cool. That was cool. Like, I, I know a lot of people didn't like Age of Ultron, but I, I enjoyed it very much. I didn't like it. No. Nah. I mean, I know it was bloated, but like I rewatched it, it recently, was... and I enjoyed it immensely. That scene where they're fighting off, they're like defending the church, and all the Ultron yeah. bots, and it's like a 360 shot. That's just amazing. So I'll, good. I'll have to go back and watch it. It just felt like it felt like the first Avengers with all the Ultrons. It felt like you know, it's like a whole army of shit. Yeah, I I understand uh, people like it's kind of retreading, and... but I mean, when you have those many, when you have that many heroes together i yeah. feel you need if you're only gonna have one central villain you have to have a villain that's going to have a populace like no, it'd I be get... like if they fought doom and he's fighting doom bots okay you know what i mean yeah like, like, I, I get that if you're not gonna have like uh like a thunderbolts where they're fighting another team of super powered beings like you have to have a villain that's going to have a yeah. huge presence I, I I know, but it was it just it it, sh- it was so much. It was a it lot was, of world. It was, it was a lot, it's a lot of, of like, world building. Yeah, the movie I felt was just almost like filler, uh, to get vision. You know. Yeah, I could see that, but he wasn't really publicized for the movie. He was kind of a like he was a a surprise. I felt in the. In the movie, like oh, when I went into it, was. Yeah, I didn't know like, he was going to be. No, in it. exactly. They yeah. didn't really publicize him too much. We knew Quicksilver, we knew Wanda, but yeah, you know, because of the uh, was that Winter Soldier? Yeah, yeah, yeah the the where they scene, they yeah. revealed, yeah. So the twins, uh, and you mentioned uh, Cobra Kai. Yeah, dude, I'm having a great time watching that. That's great. Yeah, I'm glad you're enjoying it. It's a great show. I'm in the middle of season two right now. Yeah, and I'm I'm loving it. I mean, it it. it Definitely a lot of fan service, but it's just it's much better than it needs to be. Oh uh, yeah, man! Netflix has been doing great work. Um, I'm I'm really stoked because Netflix uh, they have the rights to Neil Gaiman's Sandman, which is considered by many to be one of the the best um, comic book graphic novel series. Uh, as far as not like just cookie cutter comic book stuff, like depth in depth, uh, good evil. Um, and uh, Netflix has the rights to it. And just recently, uh, today, I think it was released at Taron Edgerton uh, from uh, the Kingsman series. Uh, he played Elton John in Rocket Man. Yeah. Um, he is. He has signed on for the series. 
Oh, he did? He did. Uh, so, I mean, it's been through some some creative hands. Like, James Mangold was attached to it. He's no longer. Somebody else. Uh, Eric Kripke, he was attached to it from The Boys. He's yeah. no longer. Uh, now, right now, Alan Heidenberg from Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman, he is, like, in charge of the project right now. I enjoyed the first Wonder Woman. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. good. I mean, uh, yeah, it, it was an entertaining movie. Uh, story held up. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I thought that was good. Um, but they did say that the comic, like, it, 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 it is going to be, it is expected to be comic accurate. But in the comic, the story takes place in 1989 when the, the book was released. Yeah. But they did say that the comic, the, the, the show will take place in present times. Oh, okay. That's so. kind of a bummer. And the one thing I don't like about making stuff like from the 80s, 90s to, to modern time is these right here. I'm holding up my cell phone. I like, I like shows, movies, and stuff like that where this isn't a nuance. Well, I understand that because, I mean, your main wheelhouse is horror. So, Bingo. so many horror movies and so many horror scenarios are debunked by the cell phone. And it's always, they... they it, oh, there's no service? There's no service here? Or, you know, somehow like, oh, geez, my phone's dead. And they have to, yeah. they, they go out of their way to... To, to explain yeah. why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I see your point. Yeah, I, that's why I like movies that take place in, in another decade. Especially when it comes to horror. Yeah. Uh, which, real quick, man, and I am gonna tell you that this will be your favorite movie psycho goreman do you know anything about this i just it's funny i believe this is the movie i just saw a trailer for it today is it where uh, a brother and a sister are digging a hole yep yeah that looks fantastic i watched it sunday it is the best movie I, I, I hate saying that because it's just January. So I'm just going to go out and say this is one of the most entertaining movies I've watched in years. Well, I mean, like, it's I, so I, I, damn I don't good. remember the movie I saw, but it was a movie from the 80s that had the same beginning premise where it was like two kids digging. Yeah. And they, like, there opened is, a portal to hell. There is uh, the gate. Oh, uh, yes. It's, okay. It's, there, there is uh, a lot of callbacks to movies, and The Gate is actually one of them. There's also like a Videodrome reference. Oh. Uh, there's references to Power Rangers, uh, Ultraman. But it, this movie no, is No, I mean, it looked like, great. Like the shot where they, they have them like dressed up. Oh, my God. And like the little girl, like the little girl, like she controls them. She's, a, she psych really, she's yeah. a psychopath. Yeah, it's, it looks amazing. It's, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to watch it. What, what, uh, what, is it on Shutter? Right, not yet. Right now, you do have to rent it like on demand. Okay. Uh, I know locally, the North Park Theater they have like a streaming thing where you could rent through them, and you could also tip them because you know it's a it's a local uh, theater. It's good yeah. to good to help out. Um, the movie will be released on Blu-ray in March. Um, it'll be on sh it'll be streaming on Shutter for free. Uh, come I think May. Okay. Um, but guys, drop drop a few bucks, rent this movie. And just watch no, it. No, like I just it. saw, I literally just saw the trailer today and it looked fantastic. It's, Out of the box, just. Dude, it's like Power Rangers on crack. <laughs> it's so freaking good. Do they look uh, cool when they do it? They look so cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, the movie blew me away completely. And the trailer, like the trailer. Yeah, the trailer's gets, great. The trailer gets you pumped up. I just up stumbled for it. upon it. Like I was watching. Uh, 
like I think I was watching like the results from Monday Night Raw on YouTube and really? like, it came up and I'm just like, oh, this looks interesting. So this was done by Stephen, uh, oh God, Atrovsky. Uh, I think his name was. I just. I think I just butchered his last name. He was part of this group called Astron Six. They were uh, these Canadian guys that made a lot of like uh, schlocky VHS style movies that looked like they were from, like from the eighties, early nineties. Uh, they did Manborg's movie Father's Day. Um, they had a faux trailer that's, uh, I believe, like a five-minute trailer on YouTube called Biocop that they actually used some stuff in that in, for this movie. Uh, they eventually split up a few years ago. A couple of them still hang out, and they, they work on stuff together. They worked on uh, Wolf Cop 2, the, the sequel to Wolf Cop. And uh, the, guy, uh, the guy that did this just got done, uh, well, a couple of years ago, he did Leprechaun Returns, which is actually, I know they're saying, oh, God, another Leprechaun movie. It's actually sweet. It's really good. Is it's it Mark a, Davis? It's no. It's a different actor. Is it Hornswoggle? It's not that one. No, no, <laughs> God no. That uh, Leprechaun Origins is terrible. I have this, never seen dude, it. This movie is good. This movie is a direct sequel to the original Leprechaun. Oh, they went that route. Okay, now the reason why they went that route is because in all the sequels, it's a different Leprechaun. But wasn't it always played by Warwick Davis? Always played by Warwick Davis. They just all look exactly the same, apparently. Oh, that's confusing. Yeah, but it's a different leprechaun every time. That's why it's always like a different backstory, different part of the world, stuff like that. I honestly like, I mean, you've known my phobia. I've always had a phobia of little people. Yep. And it took me a long time to get over it. it but took I, you, still, uh, I still don't have the uh, the gumption to watch a movie like Leprechaun. Really? Nope. It just it. What, what is it? I don't want to open that box again. I don't want to open that Pandora's <laughs> box again. It took me to get hammered and have a push-up competition. I with agree. a pleasant, yep. pleasant. Uh, is it little person? I don't want to say anything because I, I, I don't yeah, want to get. This I don't is, even know. I'm yeah, sorry. My other like, podcast, no disrespect. Say, yeah. No disrespect. But like, yeah, we did a push-up competition and he 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 pummeled me. Well, no, don't, no. He was actually pretty jacked. Yeah, I know he was. I saw the guy. Yeah. He had a sword with him. <laughs> he was great. Why did he have a sword? Uh, why not? It was a house party. <laughs> Things get crazy. <laughs> uh, what else do we have uh, going on in the news, buddy? Uh, so, um, uh, last week we talked about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, did we now? Yes, we did. I, did we talk about it the week before that? And yeah. the week before? I did we talk about it the week before that? Well, yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we're and trying we're to get some con- DC love in this house. In this house. Yeah, Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, um, we are. We last week we talked about how originally it was going to be a four-part miniseries. Now it's going to be a full-length motion picture. Yeah, they probably said, about six hours. He said, "No, you're going to watch it the same way your grandparents had to watch The Godfather." It's gonna. Uh, I was gonna go with Gone in the Wind, but oh god, that movie's so long. I've never watched it. I can yeah, honestly say it's it's actually playing at a local movie theater here, like for free. You just got to pay for concession, and I refuse because it's a four-hour movie. Do they give you the the uh, butter butter? Popcorn bucket with the hole cut in the middle. The, the, the butter, <laughs> the hot buttered popcorn. That's why I ordered the small. But <laughs> um, we uh, have gotten confirmation now. A lot of people thought when they saw Man of Steel, there was a character in it called General Swanwick, uh, and a lot of people thought that he was a superhero in disguise. Okay. Now the actor who played that role, Henry Lennox, has said that the plan was that he was going to be Martian Manhunter. Oh, word. So that's going to happen. 
in Zack Snyder's Justice League. So there's going to be a Martian Manhunter. Yeah. Awesome. I think. Is that good? I don't know. We'll see when the movie comes yeah, out. Yeah, I, I, now, now that I'm like, ah, great. Now I'm like, ah, I don't know about that. It'll be interesting, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it definitely builds the league. It would be nice to have, like, a bland Martian Manhunter type guy, like, doing little funny, funny ha-has with the Flash and... Maybe a little bit with Batman, too, because apparently Ben Affleck had to be the funny Batman. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm a big Zack Snyder fan. I do like his movies. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Who does? Who doesn't? I'm excited to see this. Um, Speaking of Zack Snyder. Yeah. That's going to be on HBO Max. It sure is. Did you see the trailer for Kong versus Godzilla? Oh, boy, did I. So. Do we want to get into our little theory? uh, My theory I'm going to go first. All right, you go first, and I'll let my you know theory if my theory is, is like yours. My theory is the Zilla that is attacking everyone is not really Godzilla. It's Mecha Godzilla. No, I think it's the Terminator. You're just getting crazy now. <laughs> and when King Kong fights him, he's going to knock off some of the skin, and then we're going to realize it's Mecha Godzilla. Then the real Godzilla is going to come up, and then they're going to team up to take out Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, just, just. <laughs> Just save Martha. Why did you say that? Did you see that? Yes. yes. Yeah. Just save Mothra. Mothra. Why did you say Mothra? Why did you say that name? <laughs> totally for that. Yeah, well, it's going to be the... the. I mean, obviously, we're not going to get a winner between the two. It's, no, it's, it's going to be one of those, like, they fight, and then you realize they team up, and then blah, blah, boom. They gave it away in the commercial where it's like, I don't know why Godzilla is hurting everybody. Yeah, it's Mechagodzilla. It's totally Mechagodzilla. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is sweet. I mean... It's cool that they're going sci-fi route. I thought they... I am I thought, glad like, they're doing that. I mean... Get those God- get those aliens with the curly toe shoes I and mean, the Godzilla, ray guns. Like, Godzilla was like... The first one, they took it too serious. They totally did. And then the second one, it was still too serious. Way yep. too much emphasis on the human characters. Oh, I'm so sick of that. Just give me two hours of giant monsters killing each other. I mean, the fact that you had monsters that were like... uh taller than the tallest skyscraper and you have human beings running in between them fighting yeah oh it was awful it was like it was like the 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 director of godzilla king of monsters he saw jurassic world and he goes yeah yeah it's a Michael. yeah do that have the people running in between them as they fight do that do that made a billion dollars do that just just disappointing um, but I am hoping I like Kong Skull Island. I thought that was entertaining. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was Michael Michael Doherty was the guy that did uh did the Godzilla movies and he's doing this one too. That's the guy that did one of my favorite horror flicks, Trick or Treat. Which is a great movie. It's great. Yeah. Uh, and then he went on to do Krampus. Uh, which is great. It also is great, but I just it, it chaps my ass that he's off making these serious Godzilla movies. Like, yeah, dude. like go, like, uh, like just go crazy. Like, you know, he can, yeah, he man, can, he can make it fun, dude. Go back to what brought you to the dance. Yeah, go back to it's fun. Yeah, I don't know have if like fun with maybe it. maybe the studio was interfering. Who knows? You know, I want Godzilla to do that dance. I do my little dancey the dance. Neutron and he does dance? The, no, he does the thing where he jumps up. No, not that far. I want Godzilla to do the drop kick. Yeah. I I, I want him to I'd, drop I'd kick across the screen. Dollar. I yeah. would buy that for yeah. a dollar. Yeah. 
I want Godzilla to talk where he's like, hey, there's something funny going on over here. Remember that movie? I don't. Where Godzilla is actually talking and it's like they, uh, uh, the, the, the Japanese version, it's and then there's like subtitles. And it's it's just like says what Godzilla's saying, but the American version it's hey, come here, something <laughs> funny going on over there. Better check it out. And it's like Godzilla and the other guy that looks like a Stegosaurus, and he's like, "What do you want?" And he's like, "Come on, we gotta go see what's going on and crack some skulls." I hope that's the exact voice that they used. It actually is, dude. <laughs> when uh, when we're done recording, remind me. I actually want to bring this up and show you it because our friend Scott showed me this. And, oh boy, that's yeah, awesome. And that's I, amazing. I remember watching it as a kid too. It's it's. Ugh. But I want that to happen. Yeah, I want him. I just want him to lean into the zany. Yeah, I mean, it's just freaking Godzilla. What I'm looking forward to is like, uh, you remember the fight scene in the Incredible Hulk movie between Abomination and Hulk? Yeah, and they were straight up doing like mixed martial arts moves to each other. Vaguely, it's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah, same. But I remember like watching it, and it was at the time when UFC was at like an all time high. Oh yeah, he chokes out Abomination. He chokes him out. Like like I remember in the theater, like some guy like a couple rows back was like, "Oh, rear naked choke," and I'm like, "Oh God, I hate this." (laughs) Like dude had like a tap out sticker on his. His his uh his truck, dude. He has a tap out ta- tattoo next to a monster <laughs> tattoo. His name was Kyle. Um, yeah, dude. But like, I, I I'm like, it's gonna get to a point where you know, uh, Godzilla is gonna do like a hur uh, uh, Kong is gonna do like a Hurricane Rana. It's not gonna get to that point yet. I want to see I like a Dud- gonna get to uh, that uh, the Dudleyville 3D Dudley Death Drop onto Mecha Godzilla through the Empire State Building. God damn it! God damn. God, that man's got a family. Speaking of family, uh, so Jason Reitman, yeah, directing the third Ghostbusters movie in the continual line of Ghostbusters movie. So Ghostbusters Afterlife is going to be a direct sequel to Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters Two. Uh, Ghostbusters, who you gonna call? I mean, that was a spinoff. That was an offshoot. Wasn't connected in any way. It was a different universe. Yeah, something crazy. Yeah, but he. Uh, I mean, this movie's been just like most movies. It's been delayed and delayed and delayed. It's now being delayed. Until, oh, has it now? Yeah, it's gotten delayed again till November. Oh God. Now a lot of people they go, okay, uh, if it's getting delayed, that's probably not a good sign. No. Uh, but I'll remind you, Wonder Woman eighty four. <laughs> they had time to fix that. So, uh. Ivan Reitman, the man who yep. directed Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2, who is the father of Jason Reitman, who's directing this movie. So uh, there was a, a quote on Twitter from Jason who said, my father doesn't get out of the house that much. But I was able to convince him to come down to watch the film that I directed, Ghostbusters Afterlife. And uh, this is your feel-good moment, folks. He said that, after the movie was done, his father looked at him with tears in his eyes and said, I am so proud to be your father. That's great. That's fantastic. I cannot wait for this Ghostbusters movie. I know a lot of people are um, not looking forward to it, and I understand because like, in Ghostbusters 1 and 2, it was in New York City. 
And it was almost like New York City was a character yes. in those movies. Absolutely. This movie's taking place in like the Midwest. There's there's freaking corn stalks. You there's have barns. Keep, yeah. You gotta keep in mind, Will, in the eighties, New York City was considered like that, like as like a as a its own character yes. in movies. That's yes. why it was so important yes. to have movies in New York City where uh, you take stuff like when Harry met Sally, Jason takes Manhattan. Yeah. Like New York City was so crucial. I don't now, think it is that anymore. Exactly. Now it's completely lost its allure. Yeah. Uh, and it's lost its uh, appeal. Yes. Um, a lot of it has to do with like how it's cleaned up so much. Um, and also, like it, at the time in the 80s, not a lot of people in America were actually getting to NYC. Now yeah. everyone has either been there or they just didn't want to stay the hell away from it. Exactly. And they think it's accessible. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah. So I I I understand why they're going this route. I do too. I mean, you can't rinse and repeat over and over and over again. So yep. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the other reason I'm looking forward to it is in an interview with uh, Winston Zeddemore, Ernie Hudson. Yeah, they asked him if a certain uh, Moranis. Was going to be in this motion picture. I saw this. Or Richard Moranis. And he did not deny, nor did he confirm. But uh, Rick Moranis heroically retired from acting to take care of his children after his wife passed away from cancer. God bless him. And his children are all grown up, and they're all grown up, and they're all grown up. Yep. So. That's what I love about high school girls. <laughs> we'll see <laughs> if Rick Moranis is in this movie. It has my seal of approval just on principle. Alone. Absolutely, yeah, I completely agree with you there. So, yeah, uh, that that's my feel good story. I mean, a lot of people are uh, frustrated. I mean, reasonably so with the delay of all these motion pictures. But uh, I mean, you, you got to understand that the studio needs to make money, and the in mo- the movie theaters aren't open in a lot of places. That's the place to do it, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm just I'm concerned about ticket prices when we finally get back to this. I think the prices are going to go up. They may. I don't know. I mean, they might be just so desperate for. Oh, yeah. Like I mean, as excited as I am for Kong versus Godzilla, the fact that I'm not going to see that on a big screen is disappointing. It really bums me out, man. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, it's a popcorn movie. It totally is, man. I a don't want to be movie like with a bucket, uh, where you got your sweet buttered popcorn. Sweet buttered. Sweet, sweet buttered popcorn. Oh, put a little salt on there. Oh. A little twang to it. Twang indeed. Mm-hmm. A little twang indeed. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, uh, I'm looking forward to Ghostbusters Afterlife. I know a lot of people saw that Muncher thing. I, I'm, I'm game. It's I don't a, care. It's their own baby Yoda. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Let's do it up. Let's it's do cute. it up. It's, it's, it's a, how do you make Slimer cute? He looks like the caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland, though. He looks like uh the uh he looks like that, but he also looks like the uh that like Swedish no, not Swedish that German caterpillar from A Bug's Life. Like oh, I had yeah, oh, Heimlich. So yes. Heimlich was so great. Yes, it's such a good me, character. Heimlich. Yeah, it was so he's, good. He was a great character until you realize how like anti-Semitic he was. I never picked that up. Thanks yeah, for ruining he was that like, for me. Does Unt now have any chocolate for this or Heimlich? Oh, hey, Hitler! <laughs> <laughs> His name was... Okay, yeah, 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 uh-huh. Mangala uh-huh. Heimlich. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, you ruined it for me. I hope you're happy. <laughs> I hope sh- you're happy. Fat German caterpillar. <laughs> I still love him. 
Who doesn't? What does that say about me? Uh, I am super pumped. Okay, Disney Plus. Well, you did a bunch of push-ups. You totally look pumped. I, I well, no, this is th- well, this is why I did the push-ups because I was so excited. Yeah. Uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, I like it. They got they got a lot of good stuff on. They there. do a lot of stuff I don't like. A lot of stuff I do like. A lot of stuff. You I'm know never what they're gonna, go back and gonna have in February? What are they gonna have in February? Will I tell you what? Mm. Uh, back in the day when Disney released things on uh, Buena Vista Home Video. Buena Vista. Yeah, Buena Vista digital video disc. I bought Get myself. Get this now before it goes into the vault. The vault. I bought myself the first season. Put that away. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, okay. I okay. bought myself the second season. Oh, I love it. I love it. I put that stuff away. Dude, if you say Darkwing Duck, I will flip. That's already on there. Yep. Wait, what? Yeah, that's been on there. No way. Yes. He's the terror that flaps in the night. You can watch him right now. I excuse you if you want to leave right now. That episode where he went blind, really? Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. I bought the third season. Okay. And I put that. Oh, yes. I love this show. I love it. I love it. I love it. Put it away. Is this Tailspin? And I waited years and years Yeah. and years for the fourth Yeah. and the fifth season. Yeah. I'm told, I'm sorry we can't give these to you because we need the we need the approval of the actors in these shows. Ah. We don't have them to sign off. We don't have the rights we can't do it. As the show progressed, the stars on the show, they got bigger and they got bigger and they got bigger. Yeah, that's what I want to see. I'm quivering with Antissa. So finally, finally, folks. Yeah. We are not only going to get the first, uh-huh. the second, and the third, uh-huh. which have already been released on Buena Vista Digital to Video Disc. And then the but we're going to get the fourth and the fifth season of the show that likes to light the lights. They like to play the music. We're finally getting the Muppet Show tonight. Oh my god! The original nineteen seventies. Yes. Oh. We're getting all my five god. seasons. We'll be able to watch Mark Hamill on yes, the Muppet yes. Show. We're gonna be able to watch all the Grandioso Dude, of all Prince five seasons of the Muppet Show. We're gonna get the Vincent Price episode. Oh, We're gonna get it all. We're gonna get all the Muppet god. glory. Dude, this is great news. Fantastic news. That's what the world needs now. Wap, 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 wap. So good. So good. I believe it is going to uh it's gonna drop the twenty-sixth of February, if this I'm not mistaken. So exciting. All five seasons Dude, ready to go. That's gonna be here in no time. I, am I can't going, wait. Yeah. I am I going wait. to get a couple bottles of whiskey. And I am just going to enjoy just this. Just kick back, man. It's yeah. good stuff. It it soothes the it's, soul. Th- dude, the, the Muppet Show is just so pure. Yes. And it's so well written. And yes, it's it is. so goddamn funny. Yeah. It is just, and it's so subtle. It's, it, it, oh, my God. I'm so excited about this. Get your DeLorean out. Go back in time and have a good time. <sighs> Can't wait for that. Can't wait for I that. I love it. Uh, oh, real quick, uh, that just reminded me of Huey Lewis on the news. Uh, on uh, my other podcast, Damn That Scary, uh, we were covering this Is movie Is that how it's pronounced? D- Damn That Scary, I That's believe. That's better. Uh, and we recovered Night of the Comet, and our co-host, Frankie Feathers, he was like, yep, at the end of this movie, they played Huey Lewis and the Time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's either Morris Day and the motherfucking Time. Or Huey Lewis in the news. He said it like he was so certain. Yeah. 
man, then they then they play Power of Love, Huey Lewis, and the Time. And I'm like, wait, dude, what? Uh, I didn't even want to tell him that he was wrong because he was so. Nah, you got to knock him down a peg. I did. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you got to do. So what happens when you get drunk on my show, <laughs> which I do too. <laughs> oh. Any, anything else going on? I feel like. That's uh, about it. I mean, it's been a slow news week. Yeah, I know it is. But uh, also, <laughs> here's a little something that I read that I thought was actually kind of. Kind of funny for me, but not so much for the people in this uh, Irish community. Did you see the set for Obi-Wan's series? I did, yes. Yeah, the whole like village around there are all just so pissed off that Disney came and like built uh <laughs> built like this set. It looks like Tatooine. It uh, well, yeah, yeah. It, it is Tatooine, yeah. but I, I <laughs> just Well, how would you feel? If they come into your town and yeah. they build the most wretched hive of scum and villainy, <laughs> you're going to be pissed. Space bows. There goes the neighborhood. Exactly. Of course they're going to be pissed. I just picture like these like sheep herders. With their like, shillelaghs. Yes. Yeah. It just <laughs> all... Get off my camp. <laughs> Miyagi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, that's not gonna. That's not gonna deter me or anyone from watching that show. If anyone, I feel like we should support Obi Wan. Oh, I'm gonna watch it because, regardless. Because so uh, 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 we don't want these people to live the rest of their days in vain for having their town just completely destroyed by Disney. I'll be pissed off if I watch that show and I don't see a sheep walk through a camera scene in, in at least one episode. Uh, yeah, right? It needs to be a wandering sheep. <laughs> a wandering sheep. <laughs> got chasing. Hey! Yeah, bro, yeah! <laughs> what? Blimey! I, I don't do a good Irishman. I do a very good constable. You got a good Scottish, but yeah, I have you're a good Irish. Scottish. My Irish, Irish needs some yeah, work. Yeah. It, it, I'll go, I'll start Irish, and somehow it turns Jamaican or Australian, and then oh, the Australian too. Yeah. All right, man. What do you got for your book today, Micah? Well, actually, I am going with Volume Three. Oh, of... we're getting the finish. Yeah, no, the it's not the finish. What? It's not the finish. There's no. More? Yeah, but wait, Hot there's more. Damn. Yeah, this is Volume Three of. Old Man Logan versus Deadpool. And that's where they woke up and said, take care of Martha. And Wolverine was like, hey, bub, what are you calling Martha for me? <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, all right. So where uh Can I ask you, does Wolverine have a stogie in his mouth the entire time? It comes and goes. It should always be in his mouth. Yeah, I love the, the way he's time. drawn in this one. I would like him to mumble... As he's got the cigar dangling. From his yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just not even like, like a, a professor from Powerpuff Girls. Yes, where the cigar, the it's always the, there. Pipe, the pipe is yeah, always, it's always there. there. It's just floating. Yeah, it's always there. All right, so we have volume three of this very very epic volume treso. Yes, dude, this whole thing is so epic. Where we left off last is I. Uh, we have our heroes, Deadpool and Old Man Logan, chasing down, I believe her name was Maggie, uh, a mutant that is being hunted by the, the Genotech guys. Uh, and she gets zapped. They end up taking her. So that's where we left uh, We left our heroes, fighting uh, fighting off all these weird merc guys. Um, 
And uh, it gets to, uh, it's volume three here, it gets to a panel where it's almost like a flashback, and it shows the the young lady, uh, the, here, uh, the mutant that Deadpool and Wolverine are trying to rescue. She's getting bullied, she's getting pummeled in a playground. It's clearly a flashback. And there's a voiceover saying, I could tell from just looking at you, you're a fighter, you're tough, you can take punishment. Uh, meanwhile, while they're having this flashback here, Deadpool and Logan are messing up all these other dudes. Uh, well, then we get... Whoa, hello. Uh, and then we get to, uh, like, a lab. Maggie's on this table here, and there's a guy over top explaining, like, I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, sorry, your name is Maddie. I'm not going to lie to you, Maddie. This is totally going to hurt, but it's necessary. See, my employers uh, at Genform Industries, they need an evaluation of their newest acquisition. Uh, and Maddie, she's got a little bit of Deadpool humor with her. She's laying on the table, and she says, wait. Come closer. There's something you need to know. Oh, is she going to fart? What is it? I just farted. That's <laughs> classic. Uh -huh. You don't mess with the classics. Folks. No. So begin the initial test. And these tests seem like they really hurt because she is getting zappered up pretty hard. Uh, but this guy is just like, my word. These results are incredible. How very fascinating. Uh, and she's on the table screaming. Uh, meanwhile, these other techs are just like <laughs> you just blat you just glaze over there. Yeah, she's on the table screaming. Yeah, she's on the table screaming. She's having a real bad time. And this other tech is just like, sir, the sub mutants, uh, the subject's mutant powers are generating a tremendous amount of energy. She's generating generating too much information. She's going to overload the server. Everything just kind of blows up around them, and you got this guy just going, unbelievable. However, so fascinating. Uh, this guy is just really into this, man. Uh, <laughs> revive the subject. Reset the instruments. Yes, sir. And replace the damn screens immediately. So we get back to Logan and Deadpool. They're walking there. Deadpool is telling this really long-winded story. I imagine walking with Deadpool, trying to find, like, uh, you know, this mutant's just not a good time. Uh, so he's... He's going on. Uh, and so they were like, hey, you're not supposed to be here. And I was just like, I have a right to be here uh, as much as you do, buddy. So then she goes like, sir, it is inappropriate for you to be in this nunnery. Nuns. <laughs> they weren't fooling anyone. I saw how ripped those broads were. Had to be ex-special forces or something. So I kicked the holy crap out of every last one of them. Because it was either them or me. <laughs> Nuns. And uh, Logan, he is not having any of this. He pulls out his middle claw and slices Deadpool's throat, cutting his vocal cords. And uh, you hear Wolverine going, ah, yeah, that's better. All right, trying to track that Maddie kid. Need to be quiet. And Deadpool's over there. <laughs> And dead, uh, Wolverine responds, I did, eight times. <laughs> you should only need to ask once. Uh, and then uh, we got Wolverine is just like, hold up, you know, I could smell the upstate air. Uh, the, uh, what really gave it away was the soil, the soil on their boots. Uh, that gave away where they'd been. Uh, let's see, and... He's talking about its uh, meaning. It's, it's coming from a, a glacial plateau. Uh, and he's and Wolverine's just really good at tracking guys. He could just smell oh, the soil from their that boots. He's got that super scent. That super scent, man. Uh, kind of like Hannibal Lecter. Uh, but then 
he's like, but that's not that's well, not what he could smell. That was Manable Migs, though. Yeah, that's right. But uh, Hannibal also, if you watch this series, Hannibal's palate, uh, and it's not just his palate, it's his sense of smell. He could smell if you he smelled cancer on somebody. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, Hannibal has a very acute sense of smell. That's probably palate, why he enjoys liver and favava beans. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, never mind. Uh. Uh, so, uh, then Wolverine talks about, yeah, but I can smell her hair dye. Those chemicals are hard to miss. <laughs> no, reckon they're underground. Explains all the un- unpended soil. Besides, a setup like theirs, they want to hide from Joe Public. This plateau is too open. Too exposed. <laughs> ah, now, <laughs> I, Wolverine knows exactly what he's saying. Every gargle. Which is hilarious. It's great. And it just the, the answering everything. Like, ah, you're even more <laughs> you're even more annoying now without vocal cords. Uh they're just like, you know what, just keep your eyes peeled. Those those punks could be anywhere. Uh meanwhile, back at the lab, there's actually a camera on them. They know exactly what where they're doing, that they're tracing them. Uh and you hear, tell them to prepare for a trial run. Uh so Logan, uh, Logan and Deadpool, they're walking here and they see like a mound and uh, Deadpool's uh, his throat heals up and he's like, Logan, look ahead. And it's a bunch of uh, a bunch of the guys, uh, the the mercs, they're like they're like sitting down. They're staring oh, at nice, them on this nice. on this mound there. Right. And Deadpool's just like, don't have the stones, do you? Come on. I dare you. Get down here and fight us. Fight us right now. You're going to sit up there on that hill like a bunch of sissies? Is that what you are? I dare you. I double dare you. Oh, Mark Summers. Yeah, well, that's at the beginning of the comic book, if you remember from a few yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with everything. Uh, yeah, so, uh, and, and Wolverine's going, no, don't do it, Wade. And he's like, I double dog dare you. Oh, uh, damn it. Uh-oh. you got to put your tongue on that flagpole. So, ksh, boom. That's where the big truck comes crashing down on them. Uh, and then... Boom! That's where the the other truck comes, and then the tank, and then all this other stuff comes crashing down on them, and then the plane, and that was where we started the story. That is where we started the story. <laughs> Two weeks earlier. <laughs> today, I just think it's uh, today wasn't her it's day. Lazy. I mean, if you're gonna <laughs> start your story from where it starts, I mean, yeah. So he gets, he gets to Wolverine screaming while the plane's coming down. I told you not to double dare them. Uh, and uh, uh, they're all they're all kinds of messed up right now. Uh, and uh, they wake up. Uh, Deadpool's having like a really bad dream. It's just a, a little flashback gimmick of uh, of him and Logan from before. Uh, and he wakes up in a cell with Maddie. Uh, and uh, uh, Maddie's Maddie's over top of him. He calls him a unitard, uh, and he's like, "Unitard? I thought this was more of a snazzy jumpsuit." Uh, whatever, dude. I'm being tortured by lunatics. Last time I saw you, I thought I'd kill you. And what, you're here. What the hell is going on? Relax, kid. We're here to rescue you. Uh, and she's like, "How do you plan on doing that? You're in prison with me. Uh, I've been poke prodded over a few days. They've squeezed me, zapped me." Uh. How do you know? How do you know what I'm going through, huh? You don't know anything about this. And uh, Deadpool takes his mask off and exposes his Freddy Krueger face. And she goes, oh, okay, I understand. So Logan <laughs> Logan starts waking up. And he's going, ah, ah, what the hell is that? Smells like sweaty chicken. 
like a giant moist sweaty chicken. Yeah, it smells like sweaty chicken, like a giant moist band aid. And then uh, that's good old Wade without his mask on. <laughs> oh, sorry, bub. Uh, so uh, Deadpool's trying to reason with her, like, "Hey, can you teleport us out of here?" And she's like, "No." You know, if I if I could, I would have done that. I've been trying for hours. Uh, and uh, it, 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 she's like, well, can you get somebody out there to teleport in here? And they're like, no, it doesn't work on anything like that. It's only uh, it's only like fake. Like what? what it's she can't teleport living objects. Uh, and uh, he's like, no, no, no. Try. You could try really hard. So then uh, she teleported a cactus. And Deadpool's just like, you did it. I knew you could do it. And uh, uh, Wolverine right away. Ah, it's fake. It's a fake plastic plant. I'm like, ah, damn it, everyone. So uh, they're like, ah, let's see how this, uh, this dork does up, does up against some animantium. And then uh, a big cattle prod comes through. Zap slogan. They yank him out. They start running tests on him. They're like, you know what? Hey, since he's here, let's, why not? Let's let's see what we can get from Weapon X, the great Weapon X. Uh, and Deadpool starts saying, you know what, Maddie, I got a plan. I don't think you're going to like it. As a matter of fact, I know Logan isn't going to like it, which makes it even sweeter. So Logan's on the table. He's going to start getting prodded. And then, bam, door goes crashing open. And who's standing there? Deadpool. With his arms spread wide open like Scott Stapp in a Creed music video, only he has... Not human clay. <laughs> he has adamantium claws coming out of his knuckles. She teleported Logan's claws from him into Deadpool. To be continued. Were his arms wide open? Were his arms wide open? <laughs> so yeah that's where we're gonna leave off right now and we're gonna continue this next week deadpool has wolverine's claws nice how ever so fascinating i hope it ends better than x-men origins it won't x-men origins is the greatest movie ever that's uh poppycock it is this bullet won't kill him but he'll forget. Oh, <laughs> uh, yuck. <laughs> All right, folks. My comic book this week is a new release. Came out uh, last week, Tuesday. As you all know, I'm a big fan of the uh, turtles that were mutated, but they have ninjutsu skills, but they're teenagers. So you're doing a Ghostbusters book. Yeah. 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 So this is the ongoing IDW series, issue number 113. And there's a couple of reasons this one uh, kind of jumped out to me. I mean, I'm a fan of the ongoing series, but um, Micah, this isn't going to make a whole lot of sense to you. Why is that? So- because it's just not. There's too much backstory. Okay. If there's any questions, I feel free to ask so I can explain this comic all that much better. Okay. I'll just okay. I'll raise my hand. Yeah. Uh, no, right. you can just go. Yeah, just feel free to ask. So I'll give you the story so far. The mutant town community continues to grow, and new rivalries develop as different groups seek to exert control. Meanwhile, the Ninja Turtles have started looking after a few young mutants, including a turtle named Lita. Lita? She's named after Lita Ford. Oh, she went to a party last Saturday night. 
She did. She didn't get laid. No, she did not. She got in a fight. She did. It ain't no big thing. Ain't no big thing. It ain't no big thing. So, um, we see Lita as an adult. In the current iteration, she's a child. But we're seeing her as an adult. Now, Lita is a albino turtle with pink markings on her. Kind of like an albino peacock. Almost. Almost. All but right, right. much slower. Not as noisy. <laughs> a little slimier. So, we see her, and we see the time scepter. Now, for those of you who don't know, the turtles have traveled through time, just like in Ninja Turtles Part 3, the motion picture. They did travel through time, and yes, the time scepter looked very similar to the time scepter in Part 3, but it was due to a character named Renee, who is a time master. And this has gone on, this was way back in the Mirage comics in the 80s. So we see Lita, and she's seeing the time scepter, and she's saying that she needs to grab the Time Scepter because she needs to go back in time to save her family. We see Renee, which is a great callback, and she says, you can't take the Time Scepter. You're just a Time Apprentice. You're not a Time Master. And that's where Lita says and expresses that she needs to because she needs to save her family. So we see Lita go back in time. Back in time. Yeah, Huey Lewis and the time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, jungle love, baby. Oh, did I get that confused? <laughs> so, present day, we see Karai, which is the offspring of the Shredder, Orokusaki. She's now in charge of the foot. Orokusaki. And we see her standing outside of two crates with her two, two of her many mutant henchmen, one being Bludgeon, which is a great white shark mutant. And the other one is Koya, which is a falcon mutant. Uh, and we see Old Hob, which is a one-eyed cat mutant standing off in the background. Now, Old Hob is a character who is kind of like, uh, he's a cat who was mutated, and he believes in saving the mutants, but he hates the humankind. So he's sometimes an ally, sometimes an enemy. So he's like a tweener. He is a tweener, yes. So we see Karai, and we get the impression that Karai is buying the mutants that are in these boxed crates from Old Hob. Uh, because Old Hob was the reason for Mutant Town. He set off a bomb in New York City, and he transformed a bunch of New Yorkers into mutants cool. for mutant rights. Okay. Uh, and so, sounds kind of like uh, Magneto. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Very similar, very similar. So we, we see Karai buying these mutants, and Old Hob is clearly doing it just to make money for Mutant Town. And uh, we see him saying, you know, I'll come back for you in did time. You, did you say Mutant Town? Mutant Town, yeah. Who runs Mutant Town? Uh, Master Blaster. Master Blaster runs Mutant Town. <laughs> runs on pig shit. Methane, baby. Methane. So we see Karai with Bludgeon and Koya. They're in a, a Whirly Bird, a helicopter, and they're going over town. She's taking these mutants. And uh, nice little, nice little, there's a lot of little pepperings in here from all of Turtle lore. Uh, one of the mutants appears to be a wolf, and the other mutant appears to be a snapping turtle. Oh, no way. Uh, and these mutants are like crazy out of control. Huh, weird. Okay. Uh, so the wolf breaks out of the crate while they're in the whirly bird, and it takes out 
Bludgeon, who is the shark mutant. The Whirly Derby. <laughs> and they're flying the plane, and Karai says, you know, Koya, go back there, see what's going on. Koya is the falcon mutant. And before Koya can even go back there, the snapping turtle mutant, the dog mutant, which have not been named, dog slash wolf, they bust into the cockpit, and they're taking this this helicopter, this whirly bird, down. And as the whirly bird's falling down, we see a silhouette of Lita sitting there with the time scepter. Uh, we see the plane crash, and that's where we get a full shot of this wolf slash dog and the snapping turtle. And the cool thing is the wolf goes, where mama go? Find mama? Says the snapping turtle. Uh, and cries all busted to shit because she was in a helicopter that just fucking crashed. Yep. So nice little callback. Then we see the uh, the splinter dojo. And we see Jenica, which uh, for those of you who don't know, is a female turtle who wears a yellow mask, and she is conversing with some of the leaders. We see uh, Leonardo, Donatello. We see Alopex, which is a white wolf. She's got a nice green bandana on now. Uh, And they're, you know, getting ready to teach karate class. Uh, They're going through everything. Uh, Jenica has been kind of in a relationship with this pig mutant. Um, And uh, they've kind of formed a relationship. They're going to start up a girl band. They're punk rockers. Uh, Jenica was actually the one who named Lita Lita because Lita Ford. Uh, As they're fighting, the pig's wig falls off, and the pig's embarrassed because a pig, pig, you know, her wig fell off. Yeah, it was a weave. And uh, before, you know, she got transformed, she said people remembered her for her hair. And uh, it's a nice little scene where, uh, you know, Jenica used to be a human, the reason she's a turtle now is because she was stabbed by Karai. And the only way they could save her was if Leonardo infused some of his blood to her. That's how she became a mutant turtle. Really? So she says, I understand what you're going through. Uh, I lost all my hair. And then the pig, she kisses Jenica. She apologizes. She runs off. And Jenica's feelings are, uh, we don't know yet. So then we see Mona Lisa, which is a nice callback to the original animated series. She's an animated uh, character. She was a salamander. Her and Mikey are doing a, uh, what is it called when you you talk about stuff on a microphone and people listen? Oh, a podcast. Oh, shit. That's what they're doing. Yeah. This is weird. It's like a podcast within a podcast within a podcast. Yeah, this is how Christopher Nolan got the idea for Inception. Oh, shit. Yep. So they're talking about how they want to... Um, Elect a new mayor from Mutant Town. Right now, Old Hob is the mayor of Mutant Town, but he's kind of ruling with an iron fist. He's trying to do the best, but he's not really doing that great because he doesn't believe in humanity. He just wants to do what's great for mutants. Uh, but the mutant people, they want to, they were people. Now they're mutants. They want to uh, associate with their loved ones. So some of their family, they're no longer mutants. So we get, we get a little scene of that. Then all of a sudden, bam, we get Lita. Present day, she pops in, and they're like, what the, the All the turtles, they're confused. Like, who the hell are you? And Lita comes in. She goes, I'm, I'm here with, from the future, and I need to tell you this so that uh, I can save the family. And all the turtles, the, the main four, they're all cool that because they've done time travel before. They're just like, yeah, okay, well, this is it. It's no big deal. Uh, yeah, no big deal. Yeah. Uh, Jenica and Alpex, they have not. So like, wait a minute, well, how do you know this is real? And they're like, yeah, it's time travel. You just got to kind of roll with it. 
Yeah, so you, time travel will make you come really hard. Real oh, so hard. Yeah. So this constipates is, you though. <laughs> this is where Lita tells them that they need to go save Karai because if they don't save Karai, there's going to be a big battle between the Foot and the Hamato Yoshi Splinter Dojo, where uh, she says if if you don't save her, this is the future. She says Raphael becomes like a. Uh, a bounty hunter with one eye. Donatello lets uh, someone operate on him, and he becomes half cyborg. A la another callback to the Mirage, the old Mirage. Michelangelo just runs away. He doesn't want anything more to do, and they show a nice little shot of him with a suit on. Leonardo becomes uh, a uh, Leonardo actually just runs away. Uh, he just leaves because he's disgraced with what his family has become. Uh, Alopex, who her and Raphael have a little relationship going on. Uh, her and Raphael become mortal enemies. And then uh, it's revealed that, you know, Mona Lisa dies. Um, Angel dies, who is a character. Casey Jones dies. April dies. Everyone else dies what? in this war if they don't settle the peace and they don't go to save Karai and make peace with her. Yeah. So this is what it turns out. All right, let's go. So they all go. Uh, they come to the plane crash, the, the 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 chopper crash, and Leonardo saves Koya, which is the Falcon mutant. And there's a little sexual tension there. Uh, they Hot. bring they bring everybody back, and obviously everybody's all for this. We see you know all the turtles tending to Koya, tending to Bludgeon. We see Karai kind of laid out, and we see Jenica off in the background. Now uh, I said this earlier, but the reason Jenica is a turtle is because Karai stabbed her and mortally wounded her. And the only reason that she is a turtle Leo's now is because bro- we have to do the blood. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the the um, the reason that this whole war happens is because Jenica kills Karai. So Lita is pleading with her to not kill Karai. She says, you're predestined to kill her. You cannot kill her. If you kill her, this, that, the other thing has happened, which I expressed... And uh, Jenica, she gets very angry. She says, um, you're boxing me into this. Uh, this hasn't even happened yet. You're just assuming I'm going to do it. Uh, and you're, you're just telling me I'm still capable of doing this, even though I've grown and I'm not capable of that anymore. Um, and that's where we see her walk off. And we see Raphael kind of like foreshadowed. Because in this comic series, as in many Turtle series, Raphael's the rogue. He's the rebel. Always. He's always he's always yeah. the one who's there. So he kind of relates to this situation. Uh, and as she's walking off, um, she says, you know, I'm not that person anymore. I have heart. I've grown. I have control over my emotions. And that's where we see Lita. And she says, you are that person still. But. And then it just says to be continued. So I just like this because I love the time travel aspect. I love the Token Razar aspect. Like that's why I love this series so much because if you're a fan of Turtle Lore, they do, they 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 tie everything in together. They tie the movies, the cartoon, the '87 cartoon, the 2003 cartoon, uh, the 2012 cartoon, the original movies, the original comic series, like the the Archie comic series. I mean, the Mighty Mutanimals are in this. Uh, I That's mean, we get really we get good. Seymour Guts, we get Mutagen Man, we get Muck Man, we get, uh, I mean, all the characters that you love. Like uh, one of the other 
in a previous issue, not too far off from this one, they're talking about the different gangs and mutants in town. And somebody says, well, is someone going to deal with those little punk frogs over there? They tie everything in, and they make it make sense, and it's such a good series, and I can't wait for it to keep going and keep going and keep going. It is the longest-running Turtle comic series. I highly recommend it. I know it's daunting because they're on issue 113, and not only are they on issue 113, but there's been numerous micro-series, macro-series, offshoots. Uh, I mean, it's probably over... It's it's clearly over 200 comics, How but long it's has so this good. been going on for? It started in 2011. Really? And it's still going strong. This is something that I actually am interested in. I'd like to get some graphic novels. You can, I uh, mean, you can pick up the, the, I mean, they have collected editions. I mean, you got Krang, you got Leatherhead, you got the neutrinos, everything, everything for Turtle Lore. Metalhead's in it. Like, everything's in it. It's amazing. Wow, dude. Like, Mondo Gecko, like, everybody's in this. So, yeah, it was. You were right about the whole asking question thing because there was a lot. There's a lot going on because it's issue yeah. 113. It's probably the 200th. Like, if I took everything, there's probably 200 issues of story. Hot diggity damn. And it just keeps progressing. I mean, you get the foot. You get Shredder. You get Krang. You get the Utoms. You get Fugitoid. You get everything. If you're a Turtle fan, I mean, it's it's the be-all, end-all. Uh, real quick, dude, I wanted to put over, and I would love if uh, we had a man's date and uh, you came over to my neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah, we got to get together uh, again for sure. There is Gutter Pop Comics on Hurdle Avenue in Buffalo, New York. They're not, we're not sponsored by them or anything. I'm just putting it over because it's a brand new comic book store that opened up in my neighborhood. And I checked it out, dude. It's pretty sweet. Nice, I nice, pi- nice. I picked up uh, the, Thrawn, uh, the Thrawn series, uh, the, com- the comics that came out a couple years ago. Um, and yeah, dude, it's a, it's a sweet little store and the owners are cool. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you got to, uh, you gotta give business to these local comic shops. They're hurting. Absolutely. Um, I mean, what a time to open up a comic book store. Yeah. That's kind of, I mean, the comic book store I bought, I I've mentioned Haley's comics before. Yeah. I've been going to them since I was prepubescent. I mean, I mean, and he's still going, he's a little nutty, but that's why I love it. Is he? A, do you know if he's in the queue? The whole uh, QAnon thing. I don't know what that is. That's the whole conspiracy theory. Oh, he's a huge conspiracy theorist. Where huge, it's huge, it, it, amazing. It's, like, like, yeah. like, like every time I go in there, he tells me that five G is going to break down our DNA, Ask our dinner. Next time you go in there, and remember this, okay? I don't want to be there for forty-five fucking minutes. Do this for me. <laughs> Ask him if he believes in the Q conspiracy theory and i don't mean q from star trek or is it q like from james bond <laughs> it's it's q and none but you could just say q ask right. him ask him what he feels about it all right you're gonna have to uh later on because i don't want this yeah you'll have to indulge me a little all bit right. on what it is well on uh on that note well i i got i mean i got something to ask you micah oh yes i mean we're done with the podcast we're done with we're it. done i yeah. just i, I want to know like if you had a peapod yeah and you snapped it. Oh, uh, I love th- that sound. You, do you think it would heal with a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Good night. <laughs>